Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, happy Thursday. It is the third Thursday that Lori and Julia are out live on a broadcast celebrating Pride Month here. And today we are at the one and only Chanhassen Dinner Theaters in Chanhassen, Minnesota, hanging out with Lori and Julia. How is it going, everyone? Oh, we are having so much fun. We've got... We just love being here. So thank you, Chan Hassan Dinner Theater, for having us. And just to remind people, they have so much going on. We have to, like, clear out when our show's done because there's a comedy show going on, and that's going on every week on Stevie Ray's Comedy. They have um, wonderful, the Brindisi Bar is so great, and they have, of course, the Jersey Boys starting tomorrow night here. And then on July 9th. July 7th. It's the, the ninth. ninth. Okay, good. I All love right, how you question me. <laughs> she can't test me. She can't do it. July, uh, July, July 9th. 9th. Okay. One night only. One night only. We have the Gladys Knight tribute show with Miss Arnie's. 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 And look who just popped by, Miss Arnie. So, hello, hi. hello, ladies. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We love Gladys Knight and hey. her music. Oh, my God. She really, <laughs> I was, I think, could it have been five years ago? I might have seen her at Mystic. Um, that could be. Yeah. Because she's still touring yeah. and doing her thing. Yeah, hit she after is. After hit, after hit, yes. after hit. It, I mean, people would be blown away by how deep her catalog is absolutely now absolutely. you perform with mick sterling you I were in do. the basket you do a lot of performing um at, on your own and with yes. other people is she your sweet spot you know miss gladys knight she is she is kind of my sweet spot i do a lot of different things i do the billy joel show with mick sterling and a couple other things too but Gladys is is my thing. She's my my spirit connection. The the Empress of Soul Empress is that yes, soul. yes, that is her her coined title. The yes. Empress of Soul. I mean, the Queen of Soul had already been taken. That's right. right. There so you she go. Be the Empress. <laughs> there you go. That's did right. Did you grow up of uh, singing? Of course, I did. I yeah. did. I grew up singing in church. Yep. Started singing when I was five years old in the Sunbeam Choir. Mm. <laughs> I love it. And were you kind of just? By seven, were you the star? I was not. I was not. I, until I, I you were nine? didn't become a star until I was in college, maybe. Really? And started singing. Uh-huh. I, I won my freshman college talent show. Ooh. Singing what? <laughs> oh, Do my gosh. What were we singing? It was a church song. I remember uh-huh. that. It was a gospel song. Mm. If I could help somebody as I pass along. That was it. Oh, oh you have a beautiful gosh, voice. Wow. Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh, you have a beautiful voice. Aww, and so, you. did you go to college then for music? I did not. Okay. I did not. I went to college to study communications. Mm -hmm. Me too. It was like the <laughs> easiest degree. Yep. Studying-wise, you didn't have to take math or science. Indeed, and... that was the case. It was, <laughs> That yeah, was exactly I know. what happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Plus, you could minor in a couple things. Yes, you could. I, yeah. I had that one. Mm -hmm. So, when you sing Gladys Knight, um, do you have like a song that you just can't wait to sing when you're singing or does every song move you they all kind of tell a different story you know like she does a bill withers version of uh who is that and what is she to you oh you know that I was like a that fun line. one to do mm -hmm. and i love neither one of us i love that one mm -hmm. that's such sing a good it? one <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Midnight Train in Georgia. Oh, yes, so yes. good. Do you have a full band with you, or tell us I what do. people can expect when I they come do. see you on Sunday, so my music July night? Yes. So my music director, Kevin Jackson, is sitting in the oh, audience. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey. They call him the Human Mike. Oh, uh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so he's been doing music for years and years here in the Twin Cities. I also have the Pips. So oh, Gladys's. A catalog is super deep so we're focusing on Gladys Knight and the Pips mm -hmm. oh. and so my Pips include Jeff Jones who is a tall drink of water he's a part of the great and mighty sounds of blackness oh, yes nice. and so is uh, Graydon Francis was a member of Sounds of Blackness. He's one of the pips. And then Kijana Gant just recently did a tribute to Frankie Beverly and Mays here in town. Wow. So he's also one of our, our pips. Wow. Do you have oh, choreography? When yes. You so choreography. Do you have any costume changes? I sometimes might sprinkle uh -huh. in a little costume mm -hmm. change. Do you just... Okay, so I've always wanted to be a singer and have no talent. <laughs> and Lori, we're just... You're a performer. I'm a performer. Um, do with you no have talents? We really. were, right. We were just talking with Andy and Chad about what they do for their voice mm -hmm. and especially in the weather. What special tricks do you do to yeah, keep hydrated? Yeah, yeah. So lots of water. Mm -hmm. Can't get enough. Um, and then I love like peppermint oil and some other essential oils. That you put in do what you put you're them on drinking? your tongue? I breathe them in. Oh, breathe oh, them in. Oh, inhaling. Yes. Okay. Inhale. Yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's I inhale. have experience with that. I could okay. do that. Inhaling, <laughs> inhaling peppermint. Okay. Peppermint oil. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. I love, you know, when you, I, I just can't imagine how powerful it feels to be up on to, stage and, and bring able, the house down. <laughs> to move it. I, I mean, I'm pea green with envy. I mean, seriously, yeah. is well, it it's just fun? I do the music because it's fun. Like yep. my day job, I'm a school counselor, mm -hmm. but this is Good what I you. get to do to like let my hair down and shake mm -hmm. it out. And mm -hmm. just have fun. Yes. And how long yes. does it take for you to prepare to do a solo show? Oh my gosh. So it takes, it took us a few months to like put it together, figure out what songs we were going to do, you know, dig Who's into. Who's going to be your pips. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Yeah. Like we can't book a gig without the pips. You right. Know? Like, yep. <laughs> I hate to say it, but we could find musicians, mm -hmm. but without the pips, mm -hmm. we're dead in the water. Right. So. <laughs> and I do. I always think of like Gladys Knight, and she would go on shows, and she, that was always part of like these different talk shows and stuff. She would perform Soul Train, mm -hmm. American Bandstand. Mm -hmm. It was always just, 
everything put together. Yes. Looking yes, good. Yes. And I made that comment about the musicians. I need to also say that the musicians, in addition to Kevin Jackson, are stellar. Yeah. Ryan Bynum also plays. Uh, Jerry Williams plays. He's in a band called Tight Fit. Oh, yeah. Um, so you have a full um, band. Will Hutchinson plays a bass. Uh, what, no, time he plays is, guitar. what time is your show on Sunday? July 7 p.m. is 7. our That's show That's a good time, time for a show. <laughs> yeah, on a Sunday. For a Gee, Sunday afternoon. Five o'clock may be better for me, but you know, <laughs> Sunday works too. Do you, okay, so we were just read, Elton John was kind of describing, he's like Glastonbury, and he's, you know, getting ready to close down shop, and he talked about when he's um, designing mm. his set list, mm -hmm. he likens it to sex. Oh, he likes to start yes. it out really upbeat, mm -hmm. and then kind of, be mellow and get into the groove a little bit yeah. and then end with a bam. Is that kind I think of, it's called the bang, but okay. Right, a bang or a bang. Bam or bang. But I mean, bang. do you have to, like, because her catalog is so deep. Yes. So when you're doing that, do you think we got to start here and then we got to slow it down or we got to speed it up? I mean, yes. how do you process all that? Absolutely. So we start with... Uh, I've really got to use my imagination. So we start with that. We kind of get you going, a little dancing. And then we do a little medley. And then we bring it down. Mm -hmm. And then we bring you back up again. And then we end it with a banger that everybody knows and yeah. can sing along with. Yeah. Which and one? Midnight Train. With Detroit. Midnight Train, uh -huh. of course. Of course. Of course. I, mean, yeah. I love that. And how long is the show? 90 minutes. Oh, perfect. 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 Yes. perfect. Oh, my gosh. People people will be lucky to see you. Yes. Um, I'm sure tickets are selling well. So get your tickets to Absolutely. see Miss Arnie's. Do we just Annie's go to Chanhassen DT .com. That's it. get all her tickets? Okay. That is nice to meet you. You guys as well. Oh, I was gosh. enjoying your show. Well, I'm glad. Thank Maybe you. you'll be a listener. Yes, We indeed. podcast, too. <laughs> get the app. Really nice to meet you. And best of luck to you. Thank and you so much. You are much. so lucky. I am. You are I'm, lucky to have. I'm not just lucky, I'm blessed. You are I blessed. I love that, of oh course. My gosh. Nice meeting you. You as well. Thank you. All right, you. listen, we come back, Joy. I hope you're ready for your random thoughts. Are you guys ready? Yeah, you are. Okay. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And, you know, you don't know. Maybe you drive by a house and you find you love it on a Saturday and it's open. And oh, you go boy. in and you're like, oh, my gosh, I want to get this. The deal with First Equity is you could... Call David, my talk, keyword David, or call 763-251-8000. And you could literally, they could write you a letter of recommendation, look up That's your information, so and get it to the realtor right then and there. They work for you. They work seven days a week. They're amazing. They get the job done, and they are in our community and know how to get houses by the, bought, your people. That's right. Bought and sold. That's uh, the business that they're in. And really coming up with the right solution for you because they'll figure out the math. That's that's what we want. Then we want them to do. Yes. To help us help us make financial sense of whatever we're doing. 763-251-8000 or my talk keyword David. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. Um, we are at the Chan Asin Dinner Theater. That's not random. We love coming here. We love everybody who came and hang out. Shout out to Jane Larson. A couple of your buddies are here today. Um, all right, Lori, you know how we have always wondered and asked, like, 
how are obits written? Are they pre-written? How does that all work? You well, know, they're notable. They're the notable. Yes. Yeah. So here's the but deal. But at what age do they start writing? I don't know. Yeah, but don't know. we know that the New York Times has approximately between about sixteen hundred and fifty obituaries that are pre-written, so they'll be ready to go when certain people actually die. The notable people they're added at a, about a rate of three a week. And they are also, the reservoir is drained at a rate of about three a week. Yeah. So, new yeah. in, new yeah. out. So, yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. how that works. I kind of thought that was interesting because you and I go on and on about about that. Um, I'm a fan of a well-written obituary. I love having a regret that I didn't know somebody and I just love their story. You know, if it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like good. Like, you missed the guy who discovered the whales can sing the other day when oh. you were gone. Yeah, that was kind of a good one. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Like he was like 88 or something, but he was one of the ones, like you said, mm-hmm. went out and the New York Times probably had that written. I don't know. I, I'm curious about the age. Yes. When you're considered a notable. It's like when I you think if, if you have a health scare early on and uh, we know about all right, it, all right. like a Jamie Foxx. Or you like know. President Carter. I mean, that's yes. what, that one's been written for, for years. years. And they just for keep years. adding to it because he keeps living and doing amazing things. For years. If you, I don't know if anybody follows Rihanna on Instagram. I do. You, We do. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. I don't go to it that much. Oh, um, sure. I yeah. know. I'm, I love to see what people are wearing and posting. Life. But she, I did look at her Instagram today because, you know, she has the Fenty Beauty line. Mm-hmm. She's so gorgeous. Yeah. And she's just sitting there putting on her um, Fenty Hella Thick, T-H-I-C-C mascara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's Thick. just putting it on. And she Slowly. just looks so pretty. She probably has 25 million views. I mean, I just sit there and you always see her, you know, she's showing us her baby. She's at the Louis Vuitton fashion show. She's just always so lovely. It's It found it very calming. That's a kind of good one. T- T H I C C. She's actually at the Cannes, that lion. Now they've moved on now from moved. Paris, and now they're down in in Cannes. And because uh, her guy, what's his name again, ASAP Rocky, performed yes last night, and I guess people were like trying to get in on boats and get around. Oh, and fun! He referred to her as his wife, and so people are like, "Oh, are those oh, two?" And she had on like a mesh, very very dress with just these nice you know thong yeah. or kind of a thong and her stomach and it was just uh she just looked i can't amazing. I, I think back to when i was pregnant i cannot imagine exposing any part of my body my arms were the worst my arms were bigger than my belly so you and were doing the belly I, bump pictures i'm not all? gonna I, disagree with that no they i knew she wouldn't they i were, knew she wouldn't they were peasant arms okay she's not that tall oh no and no great you know this you know this and i asked her T-Rex arms, okay yeah. we heard the best line the other night at a, in a, at a play I went to uh, with Brittany and you know this this person is saying does this dress make me look fat mm-hmm. and the person next to him said well you would be hard to abduct <laughs> 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 and so well. so when I asked Lori in my eighth month maybe my seventh month when I was very large and very short 
do my arms look fat? In this. In this. No, just do my arms. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Look fat. Yes, <laughs> yes they, they do. do. <laughs> Not even like a clever thing where you could paddle away to the other side of the ocean. Oh, with I'm those sure arms. I tried you to You could say swim that in the Olympics. Yeah. You did. You tried to recover, but yeah. the damage was done. It was. <laughs> the damage was done. But already. it's like, well, you know when you're asking the question, you're basically you already wanting know someone to tell you no, the you, truth. No, you aren't. No, no, <laughs> okay. you aren't. Okay, but Julia said to give it a place in time in the 90s or whenever that was, there it was very, very homely pregnancy clothes. They I'm really not were. saying they were as bad as the 80s and the 70s, but it really isn't only until the, the night, last 15 years or so. People just let the stomach be the stomach. Yeah. And we I, would try to skirt crap out I mean, 14 yards. It was a purple short... Uh, silk suit, silk with with silk. bad sleeves. Bought at big a pee buttons, in the pod. Big buttons it on a not. short girl. Buttons are not your friends. I loved it. I wore shorts with pantyhose. Oh and yeah, a nice, and a nice heel. <laughs> I wore this up to Tiny Tim's wedding. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was so bad. Uh, yeah, but people don't always want you to tell them the truth. Well, I learned you, that, you that day. Your line. Yeah, I learned you that day. You could do better. Yeah. That's my new life. <laughs> That's you have. You've changed. If I'm shopping with you, okay. And we're trying on clothes, you and then can, you, you can, can do, do better. better. I think we can do better. I you see do nothing. Better. I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't you, see what's wrong with that, but I feel like we could do better. Right. This is a nice way <laughs> right. of moving on to the next thing in in the hanger. You could do better. <laughs> okay, so um, are you into peach flavored things? Summer yeah. peach yeah, kind of yeah. peachy things. Well, this is I heard of some new. Malibu rum, which we used to die for, I love, until I still we found out it. how many calories are in it. Okay, I, you I never learned how many calories. Don't tell me now. I'm not going to tell you because it, it, it's great. But they have a peach Malibu, so coconut peach. Would that work? That would very much work. That's, yes, I like it with some a splash of like soda water. Like yeah. Club soda. So that's new this mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. Bush Light, my kid's favorite beer. Oh, the peach? Um, they have Bush Light Peach. I am That's waiting hard to see. For, for them to bring back the watermelon. I love Bush that. Light. Oh, I didn't the even Bud know that. Light watermelon. I love that. Oh. I I feel like you. Jeez, can buy I a... love a watermelon beer, and they just don't make them anymore. Well, a Miller... I must have been the only one. No, Miller Light wants you to make Miller Light ice cube beer ice cubes. Oh, for goodness. But make them in a really small out of beer. Out of beer. Oh, all right. But don't use the big ice cubes like you'd put into a scotch or People something. People are like so that. lazy. Nobody even has an ice cube maker anymore. I do. I mean, like an old, like a with kind of fill with, with the trays. Yes, yeah. you do. 
Do you have a popsicle thing too? Oh. Like from Tupperware? <laughs> Listen, that's collector's item. Line and Kugel has a juicy peach. You know, the summer, summer shanty is so good. Mm-hmm. They have a peach one coming out. You can tell that I did not go through my paperwork because I was in traffic for way longer than I could. So I have a lot of things in here to talk about. Mm-hmm. And none of them are at the top of my mind right now. Oh, all right. So do you want me to like help you no, find some random no, things? No, look at what about? I found. If you're feeling stressed because you didn't show up and do your job <laughs> yeah. before you know you got on the air, let's talk about ways to reduce stress. Okay. I was going to go grab some uh, rainbow cake and just start eating while you're... No, we still have two and a half more minutes. Uh, no, about um, a minute. You're good. Just listen, you are supposed to, to... Ways to reduce stress, take time for yourself, which I can't do right now. Right. Have a routine. Oh, geez. You've broken all this. I, I, you're I have to be stressed the rest of the day. Create boundaries between home and work. You should have left for this place earlier. So I should have. come in two minutes before it started. I am no longer <laughs> able to just curl my eyelashes and throw on mascara and go out the door. Oh, Julia, I learned that like when I was 40 and I, I saw myself in a mirror at Nordstrom and I was like, who is that old lady? And it was me. You, but you. Oh, my God. That tried. was a shocker. I never. I, that oh, yeah. was like, okay. Okay, I am no longer the age where I can just run out with a dash of lip gloss. It's something. It was really a shocking wake-up call, but there I was in the mirror at Nordstrom. It's, it's I shocking. I went right down and got a makeover. You're... I went right downstairs to the makeup. And Don't I was like, you miss that? I'm not going to be down. able to shop for clothes looking like this. Remember how much we used to love just used going to, to get sick in still chair? can do it. They're oh, still it there. So fun. The, the makeup artists are still there yes. waiting Waiting. To make you be Look beautiful. beautiful. That's right. Add Look, to your beauty. Thank you. Well, yeah. thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those stellar rentals. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and get yourself some peach Malibu rum. Grant you for Hoffman Weber Construction, your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to the home exterior, anything with your home exterior. We're talking siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. So here's the deal. It's summertime. The snow is gone. You can see your house and you can see those imperfections that are driving you nuts. Or it may be a thunderstorm, a severe thunderstorm with some hail from the year before. And if you didn't know this, there is a time limit in which you can get your roof uh, damage, hail damage fixed. So make sure if you had some hail damage from last year to give Jason and the Hoffman Weber team a call or check them out at Hoff- hwconstruction.com because there is a time limit on getting that done. But the best thing is they're going to walk you through the process from start to finish. They're not going to pressure you with a one-stop high-pressure sale. They're going to handle all the insurance issues. They're going to show you what looks best on your home. And you can even take a look at their cool showroom right in New Brighton off of 35W. So if you want to get a free in-home consultation to check out all your home exterior needs, give Jason and the sales team a call or check them out, hwconstruction.com. Okay. Hey, everybody. We are live at the Chanhassen enjoying our pride cake. Yes. Uh, it is a full house in here. I know. My we're goodness. no longer feeling stressed. No, we are because not. Because everyone took boundaries and listened to the great advice. And it's time for the Lo- We have a Lojay book club. Oh, my gosh. Oh. One of our favorite, favorite authors is with us. Viola Shipman, which yes. is the pen name of our friend Wade Rouse, the USA Today bestselling author of 13 books. And we're talking to him today about his latest, Famous in a Small Town. Wade, how Hi. are you? Hey, how are you? Shake it off. I was dancing. You were? Oh, good. It's, oh. it's Taylor Swift mania right now, Wade, here in the Twin Cities. It's Swifty Apple. You know, it's Taylor mania everywhere. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a Swifty, so I get oh. it. You you get it. You get it. Your book is 
I mean, Yummy. You've, you've done it again um, with your latest book under your pen name, Viola Shipman, famous in a small town. And I think one of the things that I really enjoyed reading this book is I love the friendship between a 40 year old woman and the 80 year old woman. I just love that whole dynamic and storyline. Thank you. You know, every, you know, every book that I write is, you know, comes from a wellspring of memory, usually from my family and especially my grandma Shipman, my pen name. And, you know, growing up, she was my best friend. I was a kid in the Ozarks and I thought she was the coolest woman in the world. And she taught me so many lessons and we danced to Lawrence Welk and watched happy days together. And I went to the beauty parlor with her and baked with her. And so that's kind of what inspired this this intergenerational friendship and the story at the heart of Famous in a Small Town. Oh, it, it, it's just so good. And I mean, also... Um, Let's let people give us the setup. Okay, you give us the setup. Wade, please give yeah. us the setup so our listeners know what Famous in a Small Town is about. Yeah, for, first of all, I'm so excited because it was chosen as a Good Morning America summer book pick and a we Katie Couric best book of summer. So I'm really excited about all the buzz going for it right now. How but exciting! It's, um, That's cool. It, yeah, it's very it's exciting. It's a it's a story that follows an eighty year old woman that lives in northern Michigan named Cherry Mary Jackson, who at the age of fifteen illegally enters and this is a real thing in Michigan the state's cherry pit spitting championship, and not only beats all of the other men and boys but enters the Guinness Book of World Records and she becomes famous in her little town of Goodhart, Michigan, for doing that, and kind of. Is becomes an outcast a little bit. You know, she kind of lives outside of society's rules and does things her own way. And she always believes that there's going to be a woman that will come along and take over her very cherry general store, but also break that longstanding record. And she didn't know if it's going to happen at the age of 80. And along comes a shy school teacher at the age of 40 named Becky Thatcher from Missouri, where I was born and raised. A lot of Mark Twain humor in there, who um, comes on a girl's trip to get away from all of her life's troubles. You know, she's only lived by society's rules. And she gets a little too tanked on some Chardonnay and walks up to uh, the Cherry Pit Spitting Championship and blows that pit further than Mary ever did. And Mary thinks, this is what I've waited for my whole life. But, it's, you know, it's really a story about rediscovering the magic of summer and really the magic that lives within each of us, if only we can shake off that fear. Mm. And it, it really is just a, a wonderful, wonderful story. I just was so taken with it. And when I got to the last page, I was like, okay, road trip to Michigan. Okay, so I've done this. So, Wade, I'm so excited to talk to you because I've been to Traverse City. I've been to Glen Allen. I've been to Leland. You know, Mackinac Island's right there, too. Please... Lori's like, I have to go here. And I'm like, it. I've been twice. I think three times. It is the most gorgeous, gorgeous, the western side of Lake Michigan. In Michigan. Tell people about it how delightful it you is. Know, it is. People don't, I don't think, truly understand how gorgeous Michigan is. And as you said, you know, the west and north coast are, you know, it, it is the equivalent of going to Cape Cod or the Amalfi Coast. It is that gorgeous. Um, Lake Michigan mimics the ocean. It, it is has. unspoiled bluffs and dunes that have such grandeur. Um, it, it really will take your breath away. And the cool thing is it's lined with all of these quirky resort towns that are not only gorgeous but have these fascinating histories. And you feel like, much like I did as a kid when I went to my grandparents' log cabin in the Ozarks, you feel like you've become a kid again and you've escaped to a place 
um, that is all yours. And the beaches are so beautiful and so long and, and wide that you can have the whole place to yourself. So it's, it's, it is breathtaking, and I feel so blessed to live here and write about it. It's so gorgeous. And is Good Heart, Michigan, where the book takes place, is that a real place? It is a real place, and it's a, basically a blink of an eye, and it's a tiny little place, but it does, at the heart of the story, a famous in a small town is um, the Very Cherry General Store, and Goodhart actually has an ancient general store that's been around forever, and it's part post office, part community hub. They make pot pies, the best cookies in the world, um, and it's located in this area called the Tunnel of Trees in northern Michigan, which is really, I think, one of the nation's natural wonders, but it's 30 miles of of just roadway that has centuries-old hardwoods and pines that canopy over over the sky. So there's not even an ounce of sunlight that blanks through. And off to the side, you can see Lake Michigan sparkling, and it's just it's it's stunning and magical. And it, it, Lori, yeah, I know. I, I well, I did like I used to live on Lake Michigan for a year, so I do know how beautiful those beaches are nobody is there i mean it's not crowded at at all and they're really little 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 towns towns. it's like the sort of i'm just gonna liken it to this but i know it's a bad reference probably the east coast of florida where it's not really developed there's no big hotel chains or anything Mm -hmm. there it's all small beautiful things and i found way when i was looking at I, i i don't know where i was but i was over there and looking out at what I think looks like the ocean, like Michigan does, and you would feel, watching the sunset, it feels felt like it curved. I know that's it weird. D- and I wasn't no, it drunk does. or anything. You're, exact, you're exactly right. I call it like Mayberry on the water. You know, all of these towns are quintessentially small towns, but they have big hearts. And it does. It looks like the... I mean, last night I witnessed the most beautiful sunset after a little break in the tour and had a glass of wine. And it... It was, it looked like, and I put a picture on social media, it looked like a cherry. It was that red, but you're exactly right. It does look like it curves. And I always say there in Michigan, it's what I call the golden arrow. You know, that sun on the water is pointing directly at you. And I think it's, you know, when we go on vacation, we become our best selves, which is what the book is all about. And it's pointing at you, telling you you're exactly where you're supposed to be at that moment. Oh, oh the that book is, is like so such good. a lovely, and the book is so... It's good, and it's got romance in it, and you will want to make, and I love that you have the recipe in the back of your book for the cherry chip uh, cake with cherry vanilla buttercream frosting. Now, wait, I looked at this recipe, and I just need to buy this. I don't want to make it. <laughs> I'm going to confess. It's so cherry, cherries <laughs> are you want everything. A, you oh. want cherries after you read this, because cherries is almost like this third character in the book. It's a huge part. If you don't know yeah. Michigan, um, the cherry industry is a huge part of the state, and I think we're the largest um, cherry producer in the nation. And in northern Michigan, where the orchards are, you know, they sit, it's that pink right against the blue of the water, and it's just unbelievably gorgeous. And I love I love cherries. I grew up loving cherries, and that cherry chip cake was what my grandma used to make me mm. at any special occasion, like straight A's on my report card or a big moment in my life, um, and she'd always pour a little cup of coffee and pour me a glass of milk, and she'd make that, and we'd talk about life. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Your books are so, they're just delicious and yummy. I mean, you know, because you, yeah. you, you, you write a ton of books. Like, how many a year? 
I'm doing two a year. I, that's you know, what I thought. A lot. You know, my me- my medication is very stable, so that's. <laughs> so, but I do. I do a summer novel, and then I do a winter or Christmas novel, and I have a new Christmas novel called The Wishing Bridge coming out in November. That's set in Frankenmuth, Michigan, and it's all things Christmas. It has the world's largest Christmas store there. So, um, yeah, Michigan is just it's like it's like Minnesota. It's, you know, it's delightful with its charm and its beauty. It, it, I am telling you, and, they, and I did buy a case of cherry wine when I was there. They have uh, cherry, I, the cherry yeah. wine that you guys have. It's just so fun. I well, okay. I just I want to oh, say I this because so one of, one of the the character Becky, you know, she decides um, she come. I forget how she stumbles upon that she wants to be, you know, flaneur. And I remember I came home from <laughs> Paris last year, and I told Julia's like, "Well, what did you and Casey do?" And I said. We're just flaneurs. And she's like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, we just stroll around and then we sit down and then we order something and we watch people and then we get up and we flaneur and we stroll around (laughs) some more and uh, with no plan whatsoever. It's lovely. So it's fun to see it in your book. It's a huge part of the book. You know, we are all so structured and all so busy. And I wrote this book. Because- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because I hearken back to my summer days with my grandparents when time kind of stood still and it doesn't do that often enough for so many of us. And you're right, a flaneur, you know, it's, you know, I always say, when you wander, you can wonder, and we don't allow ourselves to do that as much as we should in this world, just to give ourselves a hot second to slow down and enjoy a beautiful summer day, and that's the heart of the book. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, you make me want to cry. You're so lovely, Wade. You are so wonderful. People, pick up the book. Um, Famous in a small town. And um, it's so great to talk to you, but tell us how you found out you were the Good Morning America's book of the summer. I got I got a call from my publicist, um, who you know, and it was just it's, yes. it's always shocking, and you know, it, it always is that moment. You always think it's going to happen. You're going to be having champagne, and you'll get the call. But I was in the car, and I really needed to go to the bathroom, and I got the call. <laughs> so um, that's, that's how life rolls, I think. But I'm excited. Yeah, it's getting really great accolades, and um, Robin Carr, who wrote Virgin River on Netflix, gave me the cover endorsement. So all, yes. all lovely things happen. And it is a oh. heartwarmingly wonderful story. We re- I really, mm-hmm. really, we enjoyed it so much. Thank and you. And Kathleen's amazing. It. You have an amazing publicist. She's incredible. Kathleen Carter is the gold standard of publicists. And I used to be in PR, and um, she's everything and anything you could ever ask for. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. We're so happy for you. Thank you so much for spending time with us. I'm going to call you later. Call me. I'm I'm going to come visit. Anything you need to know, and if I'm around, well, I'll take you out for a glass of wine. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. Thank you so much. Again, Viola Shipman is um, Wade's... um, pen name and the book is amazing we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back we are live at the chan Essen dinner theater well we know we've got a special meeting we have a special guest michael brindisi 
who heads up the Chanesson Dinner Theater, and he is 75 years old today. Let's everybody give a shout-out. Happy birthday. Going in the Chan, hanging out tonight. Um, we are so happy to be here. Michael started when he was five in 1971, and the Chan has been around 55 years, and he started 50 years. Mm-hmm. 50 years ago. Yeah. There's a nice write-up in the paper, too. If you yeah. Didn't read it, yeah, it was yeah. really good. So we just love you. Thank you for hosting us always, always. The Chan Essen Dinner Theater, so much going on. By the way, if you're thinking about getting married, they do weddings. That's right, they do. Remember when we were here for all those weddings? Yes. Back in the yes. Ian and Marjorie days. Yes. That mm-hmm. was a long time ago. It was ago. a long time ago. They do weddings, birthdays, anniversaries. You can get gift cards. And you... just like a regular bridesmaid, I hated the dress they forced me to wear. I uh-huh. liked mine. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. I liked mine. <laughs> Didn't we buy our own? No, no. We had to we Oh mine was a... mine was cute. Well, I was I had a good figure uh, then. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, you still have a good yeah, figure. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I just like I don't think bridesmaids uh, usually are that cute. Mine was black and sparkly. We were all in black. I know. I hated mine. It had ruffles. I hate ruffles. Lori hates ruffles if she, you didn't listen yesterday, yeah. especially on a jumpsuit. Verbotum. Okay. All right, tell us. All right, I really want to Hollywood speak this because this is so interesting. So yesterday, Grant posted a like 45-second trailer of the Sofia Coppola film Priscilla. Yes. Which is based Priscilla Presley. Based on Priscilla's book that she wrote with a ghostwriter that came out in 1985 called Priscilla and Me. My mom and I have read this book. Anyone who's a, you know, Elvis or Priscilla fan may have read it because she, you know, she tells a lot in that book and it's all her story. So, you know, and does it feel too soon? Well, you know, Boz Lerman's Elvis was really about... Elvis. Elvis and his point of view, the relationship with Colonel Tom Parker and Priscilla was just, you know, a side note. And this story is going to be, you know, Sophia Coppola did it with um, Marie Antoinette. Is that a person? That's the movie with Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and it is said, a person. I know, but I thought she was dead. And so I'm like, like is that an actor I needed to know? You oh, said Julia. she did it with Marie she, Antoinette. It she sounded did like a she movie. Was, well, you forgot that word. <laughs> she did. And I'm like, Marie Antoinette. Is that a new person I don't know about? Eating. And no, but you said it wrong. Yeah. Own it. I didn't. I didn't. I just said she did Marie Antoinette. You know. No, you didn't. Everyone says no, you didn't. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so she did that movie, and that was very much from the you know Marie Antoinettes, and people either loved that movie or hated it. I never I, saw it. Oh, it's good. It's good. Kirsten Dunst yes. is in it. And um, so Sophia Coppola is doing it. And it is 100% based, the source material, Priscilla and me, Priscilla's book. The Elvis Estate, which was Priscilla just a few weeks ago. <laughs> she was the Elvis Estate. Mm-hmm. Um, a state official said this. They produced this without the estate's knowledge or consent. It feels like a college movie. A the college. set designs are horrific. It's not what Grayson looks like at all. And they also uh, said Sophia looks like she's done a horrible job with this movie. And over there on Priscilla Presley's Instagram, she oh. she's like it. all proud and <laughs> happy about it. it. And um, wow, there's a break. There's, there's a, a, there's a, a severe a, break in the yes, family. Yes. Uh-huh. 
for the Elvis estate to come out this strongly. That's very strongly worded. Very strongly mm-hmm. worded. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Priscilla doesn't need to get permission from the Elvis estate to have her no, story she told. No, She wasn't I mean, until two weeks ago the estate. It is, you know, one of the things that we always have to, you know, acknowledge is that... Um, she was, was 14, 14 and he was 24, 24. 24, 10 years older. So it'll be interesting to see how she, uh, how it's presented. But Priscilla writes about everything and the experience. And she writes in that book, Priscilla and me, they did not have sex until their wedding night. And she was a virgin. They did many other things. As we know, there's many other things you can do. And be a virgin. And then nine months later, at least Marie is born. But Elvis was very much like, I can, I promised your parents I would not take your virginity until our wedding night. So that is what happened. So, you know, anyway. We know that. But well, we did know she that write if badly about Elvis? That the, no, the she, state might worry about this? Is that no, why? No, no. I've asked my mom about it, too. She just, like, he liked kissing he liked, no, he really did. He was a guy who liked kissing and talking. I mean, this is what girls want is we just want someone to kiss and talk to. And they don't want to get in our pants when you're 14, 15. I mean, it's kind of refreshing to have a boy who just wanted to just kiss you and not go any further and then wanted to like talk about things with you. I mean, when you're, when you're that age. Yes. yes yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And yes. so uh, he was very protective of her and he made a promise to her parents that he she would live at Graceland, but she would have her own bedroom and that they would have, you know, he wouldn't do anything. And he was, he liked that because he had her waiting and then he was out with the boys taking care of business and making out and having all kinds of women, you know. And then after, and she does and then write after, about that, about how much it hurt. She knew that Anne Margaret was the big threat, that Elvis was really enamored uh, you know of her well i mean she's a redhead for crying out well they they have a leg up on everybody do they they kind of do men are crazy for a redhead that's that just my is true true there is true, some definite true, 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 true. uh yes we've got someone in here yeah, right in red hair there's a lot said, of beautiful strawberry blondes she's saying, blonde. she's saying right. duh so <laughs> Anyway, yeah, there is. It's really the Elvis estate is not for no. This is I, I was shocked by that. I know it's so strongly I, worded. worded. Yes, yeah. yes, it was. And Chris uh, Kevin Costner's tenant was uh, reached out to by uh, reporters he and called them. No, no, he was. He I was know. like coming out of some place, and they knew who he was. Starbucks. And uh, they asked him about Christine Baumgarten Gardner, Kevin Costner's uh, ex-wife to be. I never hooked up with Christine. I'm just a guy who paid my rent. <laughs> so, okay. you know, I don't know if I believe that because... The, I don't either. You know, it seems like uh, she was there all the time. She did ask Kevin to have him thrown out. Something went wrong. Kevin Costner is trying to let us know. He took his wife's side, even though he's not taking her side right now by trying to evict her from the family home. Mm-hmm. She's not going anywhere. No, she isn't. On the advice of her lawyer, she's staying right there in that Carpinteria home. Yes, she is. Yeah. Anyway, he could sit around in Aspen. You know, he's got a whole village. He is so much like yeah. okay. All right, give me the next one. Okay, Kendall Jenner. She's never felt like she was 
Like she fit in the family. But you you knew and this. And she didn't choose this life. But Lori, you knew this from early on because you watched the Kardashians she did. at the very, only very 11. beginning. She she's only 11. taller than everyone, a little more awkward. She's not, she's more her of an Her mom introvert. and dad didn't give her a choice. Her and Kendall, they just had to yeah. go along with it. Yeah. That is true. So is I true. think she's saying the truth. She's learned how to embrace it. Don't cry for me, Calabasas with the K. That's oh what I say. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, we are live at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Have you bought your Jersey Boy tickets? Go to ChanhassenDT.com and get them. Um, we're going to take a quick break.